Hey everybody and welcome to the podcast of Nonsensical Gamers. This is Boardcast News for September 24th, 2015. My name is Matt and joining me on today's cast are no one actually. We are a podcast full of busy people with things to do and places to go and it just didn't line up this week. So I am actually going to go ahead and do the news by myself this week. Sorry you won't hear Dan's lovely ladies or Tiff laughing in the background at him. Uh, It will just be me. We've got some news stories that I've drummed up. We also have some Kickstarter spotlights, and we are going to tear through them quickly in this solo newscast. So you and me, dear listener, let's find out what's going on. Our first news story is about tail feathers. Plat Hat Games' newest Flight Path-style game. Tail Feathers is set in the Mice and Mystics universe, and it has to do with um, ground and air combat of the creatures of the Mice and Mystics universe. So the birds, the mice, and the different critters running around a tree and battling it out, doing different missions, and trying to destroy each other's nests. So the reason why this is in the news is that this game is finally up for pre-order. For $55, you can get yourself a copy. There is also a contest that Plat Hat Games is running. Currently, if you head over to the Plat Hat Games website, you can find a thread where you can submit your creation of a Tail Feathers pilot. And if you include the name of your pilot and some characteristics for the game, you will be entered to win uh, one of two pretty cool prizes. The first one is $55, which is enough to pre-order the game. Uh, But the big grand prize that everybody wants to win is a free copy of the game and to see their creation, their created character, actually come to life as the promo card included with all pre-orders. So pretty cool contest from Plat Hat Games. They're pretty good about enticing pre-orders and trying to get people to participate. Uh, That contest will be ending on October 22nd, so be sure to head over there and submit your entry. Additionally, if you're interested in Tail Feathers, Rodney Smith from Watch It Played has actually just released his overview gameplay video. Not the full rules, but definitely gives you a chance to see the minis, to see the system. And I have to say, I almost jumped online and pre-ordered it right away. um, Because even though I need more minis like a hole in the head, it is a pretty unique and interesting system. Plus, I mean, little mice riding birds. That's awesome. Moving along, our next story has to do with snakes and lattes. So this is a popular board game cafe up in Canada, um, often said to be one of the first, though I don't know if that's entirely accurate. They're definitely one of the most well-known, though. So well-known that they are getting their own TV show. That's actually a story that we reported on before. And this new story is about the trailer and the release of that TV show. So if you head over, you can find the trailer for the entire series. gives you a little snippet of some of the characters, what the um, shoot's going to look like, the different styles that they're choosing for the episodes. Um, Also gives you a little taste of the humor. And actually, by the time that this has aired, this episode, the first two episodes of the Snakes and Lattes show will have already been aired in Toronto Um, at some public showings at a local theater. So they might be floating around the internet. I'm not exactly sure where you're going to be able to find those two episodes, Uh, but definitely something to check out because this is a big boon for the board gaming hobby, we hope. It looks like they might be doing the hobby some justice, though I'm not sure I'm particularly interested in the humor that they're going with. Um, 
hopefully this just turns out to be a good thing um, instead of further kind of segregating the board game, the nerd community from everyone else. All right, and our next story has to do with something that Dan and Tiff wouldn't care about anyway because it's about card games and CCGs, which I love. It also has to do with Fantasy Flight games because they have officially acquired the license and all the materials for the Legend of the Five Rings CCG. So this is one of the longest-running CCGs still alive these days um, alongside Magic the Gathering, and it was originally owned by AEG, but AEG becoming a more family-to-medium-heavy kind of board game company has decided that it's finally time to give up Legends of the Five Rings. It just doesn't fit their MO anymore, and they have given it to a company whose MO it does fit, uh, Fantasy Flight Games and their long line of LCGs these days has acquired Legends of the Five Rings and will be debuting a new LCG style at Gen Con 2017. So a long way to wait, but AEG actually still has a few releases for the CCG left in the shoot. So they're going to wrap those up um, with full support from them, see out all the projects that they have for L5R right now, and then Fancy Flight will take over. One of the concerns is why do we buy a game that's about to die? You know, why do we bother playing this game if it's going to be transferred over? Well, the hope for AEG is that they are going to provide all of their standings, statistics, rankings, all of the information that they currently hold for L5R to Fancy Flight, and hopefully Fancy Flight will do something with that information. So still playing, still having cards. The hope is that it's not going to be a wasted purchase for these last couple months before uh, the system changes. So something worth checking out. It's definitely a unique setting um, set in more of a historic Japanese theme and very interesting. I'm sure, you know, I don't know who they're going to have behind it, but I'm sure Fancy Flight will do it justice. So that's something to check out. Our next story is that Nightmare Before Christmas Munchkin is going to be a thing. And I don't need to say anything else about that, so we'll move along. Some apps that are coming out, or that are out, that you might want to check out. Uh, Splendor, the... uh, how do we describe Splendor? It's a game, and there's chips, and everyone loves them. And that's pretty much only the only thing that anyone ever says about it. Well, you can buy it for $10 on Steam, and not including the best part of the game. You won't get any of those lovely poker chips. They will all be virtual. So if you enjoy the game for the mechanics, which I actually do, I think Splendor's an okay game, definitely one to check out, though $10 does seem a bit pricey. It's not going to cost you that much more to get the regular game. But if you're into digital gaming and you like Splendor, then this is your chance. Additionally, some future app news is that Reiner Knizia's Dice Monsters will be coming to iOS in the Halloween-ish season, so one to check out if you enjoy Mr. Canisius games, and since it's his 30th anniversary, he is kind of going hog-wild with all the different game releases, so you're going to see his name pop up all the time. One of our most exciting stories is, just because it's part of our personal, you know, little league family, is that IDW has teamed up with Matt and Ben, the Fleeples, to create a Back to the Future game. So using that Back to the Future IP, uh, the Fleeples have created Back to the Future and Adventure Through Time. And though we don't know much about it now, we do know that it's going to be a role selection and hand management kind of thing. So hopefully we here on the League having a nice relationship 
with the Fleeples. Maybe we can get a little bit more information about the game, see what's up, and then pass that on to you listeners. But for now, Back to the Future is a beloved property, and fortunately, Matt and Ben are good guys who also love the property, and I have faith that they're going to do it justice. We'll see how IDW collaborates with them on that. Our final little news story is about Medici, an old game that came out around 1995, also from Reiner Knizia, and this is about a reprint that will be coming out through Grail Games, including art from Vincent Dutre. Uh, Sorry, I can't say that as well as Dan, but knowing Dan and Tiff and myself, we are all excited to see uh, Vincent Dutre's art on Medici. Though whether or not the gameplay will appeal to us, we will have to see. Um, This is an older game, and many people enjoy it, though it does have a bad rap for not looking so pretty. So I think this is uh, one of the reprint versions that people are actually excited for because it is a legitimate improvement over a game that wasn't always so great to look at. The game itself will be coming out in quarter two of 2016, and it, in general, is kind of a bidding and auction game um, where you're trying to collect goods and have the most goods. Um, The game will be modified by the Grail Games team to include some clarifications, some new rules, and then also include some two-player rules because those currently do not exist. So improving on the game as well as just reskinning it, um, pretty cool, something to check out if you enjoy those style of games. If you enjoy Reiner Knizia, um, that will be coming out mid-next year. So things move a lot faster when you podcast by yourself. So those are all of our news stories. Um, If you have any input on those, be sure to go over to the Guild and start up a conversation or tweet to us. We're going to transition into Kickstarter Spotlight right now, and we've got a bunch of projects to talk about. Um, Kickstarter is actually a little sparse right now, but we managed to drum up a few um, projects worth checking out. And then we have some projects that will be coming down the pipe very soon that are worth checking out for sure. So our first project that I'm going to talk about is called The Others, Seven Sins. And it really wouldn't be a Kickstarter spotlight if I wasn't talking about the latest from Cool Mini or Not, which this is exactly what this project is. Um, It has crushed its funding goal, so no worries about it making the money that it needs to make all those cool minis and reach all those stretch goals. Um, It will be ending on October 6th, so there's still plenty of time to check it out if you haven't already. And this is a game, like I said, from Cool Mini or Not, in conjunction with the teams that they typically work with. So Studio McVeigh for their minis, which is a lot of their games have involved those. Um, Additionally, Eric Lang, who has created a number of games for Cool Mini and other companies, including Dice Masters, Arcadia Quest, Chaos Ball, things like that. So a seasoned designer, particularly in this kind of thematic, Ameritrashy kind of realm. So I think that there's, that's a good sign. Uh, additionally, Guillotine Games, which is your Zombie Side crew. And when you look at the project here, you will notice that Zombie Side, it looks very similar. Now, I don't think that it plays all that similar. I'm still trying to feel out the project to see where it kind of falls in that line. But Guillotine Games clearly has a style, and they have passed that style on from Zombie Side into the others. So what the others is, is basically a one versus many game where one player controls minions of the seven deadly sins who have manifested in our realm, and they will be playing against a group of heroes called the Faith Organization, F-A-I-T-H, it's an acronym, and those people will be fighting back the minions um, and these perpetuators of destruction and awful things. So feels pretty standard in terms of like an adventure style one versus many game, um, but I do think that the theme here is what's unique. 
the minis look great, and some of the gameplay mechanics will feel familiar, which draws people in and will have a little bit of a twist. Um, the real question is, do you want to spend $100 on another cool mini project that looks kind of like other cool mini projects? Um, they really have been knocking it out of the park lately with some of their games. Uh, I know Dan has expressed regret a number of times, particularly for Arcadia Quest, um, but their games have tended to surprise even though the game itself looks a little samey, you know. Cool Mini or Not clearly does what they do, and they do similar things every time. But that aside, it is $100 plus shipping, and shipping's going to matter based on the weight of all those extra minis that you're going to get. It is the only pledge level, so don't look for getting bits and pieces or look for expansions or anything like that. It's going to be 100 bucks plus shipping, and that's going to get you the core box plus all the exclusives and stretch goals. So one to check out if you enjoy that style of game will probably be interesting, will probably be worth its weight in plastic at the very least. So check that out. Our next Kickstarter is called The Networks, and I believe that we've talked about this before. This is from Gil Hova and Formal Ferret Games, so I just wanted to throw this back out there. It has doubled its funding goal, so it's doing great. It will be ending on September 30th, so still time to check it out. And this is that hand management game that has to do with running your own TV studio. So you've got three time slots, you've got ads that you can put in those time slots, you've got shows that you need to book, and you've got stars that you need to hire to put in those shows. And it's all about getting the most viewers and making the most interesting show. We will have a review of this up on the site, nonsensicalgamers.com, so be sure to head over there, check out our preview, and see if you're interested in the game, but definitely one worth checking out. The humor is great. I personally like the art style. I think it's pretty quirky and fits with that humor. And the design itself is really interesting. I mean, it's an easy hand management game, but it's a little bit more to it in terms of planning and execution that keeps the game fresh, that keeps the game interesting, and makes it stand out from the rest of the crowd. So definitely check out the networks from Gil Hova and Formal Ferret Games. So our next project is called Gloomhaven from Isaac Childress and his company Cephalofair Games. This is another game that has smashed its funding goal. Kickstarter is booming these days. Even though I don't find a lot of projects that I'm interested in, the money that's rolling in for some of these projects is enormous. They've crushed their $70,000 funding goal, and they will only gain more until September 30th when this project ends. So this is described as a board game of cooperative card-driven tactical combat. So it's for one to four players, and it runs about 30 minutes per player. The art style, if you like kind of high fantasy, dark kind of art style, it looks pretty awesome. It's got minis, it's got card play, it's got a lot of variability in terms of enemy types and the way that the modular board fits together and all kinds of, you know, chits and counters and things like that. Um, definitely looks pretty cool. And if you're interested in a game like this, you've got two options. You can go the cheaper route at 64 bucks and get this game with standees, or you can go 79 bucks and get this game with minis, which at that point, I don't know, I'd probably spring for the minis, but that's just me. The gameplay itself looks pretty interesting. You can check out more on the Kickstarter page itself, but basically you're using this card play to move about the map and interact um, and fight. And the cool thing about a game like this, though it looks very kind of thrashy and trashy, there's actually no dice, so everything is done through an attack deck. Now, it's basically just a matter of how do you like your randomness, but it is 
typically seen as a boon for some players that there are no dice that you're not beholden to the success of a die, of a die roll. Um, I, in particular, I like the idea of leveling up your characters through ability cards, and I like the idea of you know, getting loot and purchasing powerful items in town and kind of going through those standard like RPG high fantasy kind of battle things um, because that's kind of what this game professes to be and it does include all those things and it looks really slick. So definitely one to check out though it is on the pricier side, but pretty cool nonetheless. So I am digging it. That is Gloomhaven again and you have plenty of time to check that one out. So if you're into customizing games, our next project might be for you. It is the best damn gaming coins ever Two, another game that has reached its funding goal. Although it's not really a game, it's an accessory. Uh, but if you are into upgrading, for metal coins that's what this project is for they've particularly taken on kind of an eastern asian theme for this set before they had a little bit more of the um, eastern and western european stuff now they're looking at chinese japanese mongols persian indian things like that um, so they have coins that are a little bit more unique you don't see a lot of games themed like that, but these coins might be useful. They're definitely unique. And basically, they're just metal gaming coins that you can include in your game instead of money. You could use them in RPGs um, as the currency for people. You know, it's they're versatile, and they look nice, and everything that I've heard is that the product itself is pretty, pretty cool. But the question is, how applicable is it to your game? You know, it would take me probably too much time to go through my games and see which ones I really wanted to upgrade. Um, although I'm interested in projects like this, I never seem to pull the trigger. This one isn't bad. Looking at 50 bucks, you can have a couple of different options. You can go with uh, multiple like theme sets, which give you less but give you more variety. You can go with you know, a big pack of one type of coin, or you can spend a little bit less money um, to pick and choose what you want, basically. So you know, I think that they're priced fairly for an upgrade. I guess they are metal. You know, I'm still kind of on the fence about it. But either way, something to check out if you like upgrading. If that's not really your bag, then this project isn't going to be for you. So this project will be ending on October 9th. So you've got some time to check it out. And they have funded. Plus, they've done this before. So hopefully the fulfillment will be pretty smooth, you know, from a seasoned company. The last full project that we're going to chat about is the only project we pulled today that, that hasn't quite reached its funding yet, and that is Avalanche at Yeti Mountain from Green Couch Games. We spoke about this before. So this is the company from Jason Katarski, and it's the design from Matt Wolf, both friends of the show, and we want to help them propel this project to the funding goal and beyond. They are so close with um, the project ending on October 1st, so there's still time. And they're almost there, the game about rocket-powered ski racing with a Yeti bearing down on you, like in Ski Free, with an avalanche bearing down on you. You know, how do you get your dudes off the mountain in time and win the race? Pretty cool, pretty fun. Art from Adam McIver and a price tag, 16 bucks. Why not check it out? Jason is seasoned in terms of publishing and now getting out Kickstarter projects, doing things like Fidelitas and uh, Best Tree House Ever. Matt Wolf, season designer, Wombat's not in this game, but that's okay. Another unique and quirky theme, one to check out. And, uh, you know, that price, 16 bucks again, why not try it out? So that is Avalanche at Yeti Mountain. So I'm going to round out Kickstarter Spotlight with a couple of things to keep an eye out for. We will definitely be talking about these games in the future, but I want to put them on your radar because they will be showing up soon. The first is World's Fair, 1893 from Foxtrot Games. And... 
This is the next project from Randy Hoyt, who recently put out Lanterns, the Mensa Select. Um, Beautiful game, did a great job of the production, and now he's working on World's Fair, which will be coming out shortly. This is basically intro-level area control. Really enjoy it. The theme's slick. Game looks great and plays great. A lot of fun. Another one that's been super easy to get out with Mom, with Kel, with some of our lighter players. People pick it up super quick. Definitely one to check out. Another one from the Fleeples. Morocco will be coming out soon. Uh, we will have previews for all of these games up, actually. So, you know, you can check out nonsensicalgamers.com if you're interested to hear more. But basically, Morocco from the Fleeples. Do we need to hear more? One to check out should be coming up uh, towards the end of this month. Third one to check out, keep on your radar, is called Covalence. This is another project from Genius Games. Uh, We had done their card drafting game previously, and now we're looking at this cooperative, like, tile puzzle building game. Sounds pretty cool. Another chemistry-themed game, which has been kind of all jazzed. He's excited for it. And one that I think looks like a lot of fun. We'll have that in our hands soon, and we'll be able to tell you guys more about that once that comes out. But that should also be one to look for towards the end of this month, the beginning of next month. And there we go. That's a podcast, everyone. That is Boardcast News and Kickstarter Spotlight for September 24th. If you would like to reach out to us, myself, Dan, and Tiff, you can go over to the BGG Guild, number 2077, and join the conversation there. You can shoot us a personal email at podcast at nonsensicalgamers.com. You can always check us out on Facebook, on Instagram, on Google+. We're all over the place. Feel free to find us there and check out what we're doing. Or you can hit us up personally on Twitter. My handle is at CinnamonBuns. You can reach Dan at League Nonsense for the League handle or at Scandalous underscore Nad if you want to get personal with him. Or you can reach out to Tiff at IneptGamer. Thank you all for joining me. I hope you enjoyed or at least tolerated the solo cast. And we will be back with a full episode with everyone, including some guests, next week. We'll see you then. Take care.